Welcome to Sleep Talk Snapshots, bringing you the latest on sleep from around the world. Hi, I'm David Cunnington, a sleep physician. Welcome to this Sleep Talk Snapshot from day three, the final day of Sleep Down Under 2016, the annual scientific meeting of the Australasian Sleep Association. Another great day of scientific presentations today. And the topics I'm going to talk about today are circadian rhythms and their interaction with mood as well as depression. I had the pleasure of listening to Dr. Sean Kane talk about the relationship between circadian rhythm and mood. Tell you what, if you ever get the chance to hear Sean talk about light, circadian rhythms, mood, make sure you listen. He's just a fantastic speaker. Not only has he got a stellar research record in North America, but now he's establishing a great research team in Australia at Monash University. But he's also really good at translating that research and helping people understand it. And a lot of his research is very clinically relevant, so I find it helpful in the way I look after people in the clinic. Sean discussed the role of circadian rhythm in disorders such as depression and seasonal affective disorder. And when we think about the circadian rhythm, there are two main properties, the phase, which is how it relates to external time, and the amplitude, or think of that as the strength of the rhythm. And in depression, typically people can have phase delay, as well as a reduced amplitude rhythm. When we sleep at times separated from our usual circadian phase... It can not only result in us feeling more tired through the day, but can also affect cognition and mood. I love Sean saying, wake in your trough and you'll be off. And really that sums it up. He's meaning if you wake up in your circadian temperature nadir or the trough of your circadian rhythm, or in other terms, meaning you've got a slight circadian phase delay, that you're not going to feel well through the day. Sean reviewed the data on use of chronotherapy, such as using light or melatonin to both adjust the phase or increase the amplitude of the circadian rhythm. There's data showing in seasonal affective disorder that this can be an effective strategy to improve mood. And there's now also data looking at light therapy as adjunctive treatment in major depressive disorder, showing a significant effect. Some interesting work currently being done within Sean's group is looking at the non-photic effect of light on areas of the brain such as the dorsal raphae nuclei. Uh, In particular, in people taking SSRIs such as citalopram, they've showed that citalopram increases the circadian response to light even after a single dose. And on an N of 1 in someone who's used citalopram over two years, they've shown a very significant sensitising effect such that even very low levels of light had the same effect on the circadian rhythm as daytime sunlight. This really interesting work suggests that people who are on SSRIs such as citalopram may be exquisitely sensitive to light, which could both be used for good to enhance circadian in sleep regulation, but also for bad if they're getting light at the wrong time, perpetuating some of their mood and sleep disturbance. If you want to hear some more from Sean on the concept of light and its impact on sleep, he joined us as a co-host for our longer form podcast episode on teens and screens, and you'll find that at sleephub.com.au forward slash podcast hyphen nine forward slash. Another talk I really enjoyed today was from Dr. Curtis Gray, a psychiatrist from Brisbane. And Kurt gave some really helpful and practical advice for sleep physicians on how to go about managing depression in people coming to sleep clinics. Uh, Kurt's advice is to try to subtype depression into endogenous depression or reactive or neurotic depression. Think of endogenous depression as a more biological type of depression that can have a melancholic feature in around 10% of people, but is predominantly a non-melancholic type of depression. Reactive depression, think of that as an appropriate response to circumstances that are occurring at the moment and can often be well managed by psychology-based strategies. Kurt described neurotic depression as the type of mood disturbance and emotional disturbance that can be 
related to personality traits, and generally this can be managed by psychological strategies as well. Within the endogenous depression, melancholic depression tends to respond better to medications, but non-drug strategies are also an important adjunctive treatment, whereas non-melancholic depression may sometimes need medication to help stabilise mood, but the focus should be on uh, psychotherapy as treatment. For the rare patients with psychotic depression, around 2% of depression in the community, it's important to refer fairly urgently for psychiatric assistance. So I hope you've enjoyed this snapshot series from Sleep Down Under 2016. If you're interested in more in-depth discussion on sleep, check out our full-length podcast episodes at sleephub.com.au forward slash podcast. You can also access the Sleep Talk podcast via iTunes, podcasting apps, or the Sleep Talk app for iOS. For the A to Z of sleeping well, head to the hub, sleephub.com.au. This podcast is not intended as a substitute for your own independent health professional's advice, diagnosis or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider within your country or place of residency with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. 